Baby girl, who told you money doesn't grow on trees? Or let me guess, someone told you money is the root of all evil. While this seems like good reasoning and legit, let me let you in on a little secret. This is why you're still broke. Wealth is a mindset. Wealth is in your daily habits. Wealth is for everyone, not just the chosen few. My name is Candace Young. I'm a credit repair expert. I love long walks to the bank, and I'm determined to help you embrace your finances so you can be confident in building wealth regardless of your current income. Welcome to the Money Mindset Queen podcast. It's time to start building wealth now. Hey family, welcome back to the Money Mindset Queen podcast. My name is Candace Young and I'll be your host today for episode three. I am so excited to have you back with me today. I am excited to continue my story and continue to share with you guys what has gone on in my life and how I got where I am today regarding financial freedom. First things first, I hope that you are having an amazing day. I hope that you are drinking your water and minding the business that pays you because after all, that's how you get clear skin. Let's go ahead and jump right in. I spoke a lot on episode two about how I grew up thinking that my family was rich. There were certain things that happened during my childhood that caused me to believe that we had money. First things first, I didn't want for anything, right? You guys know from previous episodes, I grew up in a single parent household. So I wanted for nothing. Every Christmas, the tree was flooded. Every birthday, we did it big. I mean, My grandmother and my aunt owned property in Puerto Rico. If that doesn't scream rich to you, I don't know what does. So I got into the story about how I thought we were rich and I didn't understand the importance of saving money. So on today's episode, I want to sort of continue that story to share with you guys where the realization sort of fell on me that saving money is important and credit is important and being financially stable is important, right? So let me take you guys to freshman year in college. As I shared previously, my mom asked me not to work my freshman year in college. If you listen to the previous episodes, you will know that I started working at the age of 14 at Summer Youth in New York City. With that being said, I could not wait to start working, but I kept my promise. I didn't work my freshman year, but as soon as sophomore year rolled around, I decided that I was going to get a job. And fortunate enough for me, they came to my college campus with opportunities, right? So a bunch of businesses came and said, hey, you know, we've got these jobs available, et cetera, et cetera. The only job that was even remotely eligible for me to work was a job that would shuttle you back and forth to work because I didn't have a vehicle. I didn't even know how to drive. I was from New York City. Like I learned to drive in college. So I applied and they let us know that it was going to be on the weekends. And little did I know it was like 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. on Saturday and Sunday, but whatever. (laughs) This was easily the worst job of my life. And I'll go into that a little bit. But what mattered was that I was making money. And what mattered was that I had money to spend because I had no knowledge of why it was important to save. I only wanted to make money so that I could spend it. And I'm sure a few of my listeners could probably relate to that. 
I legit was like, I'm not saving a dime. I want to spend money. I want to buy clothes. I want to buy a car. I want to just, I just wanted all of these things. And so I was super excited to start working. So they would pick us up Saturday morning, 8 a.m. We would work all day. And the really dope part about it was that all of my friends signed up to work too, because none of us had cars and we all wanted to work. And coincidentally enough, although we were in Virginia, I had a lot of New York friends my freshman and sophomore year in college. So it worked out. We all got the same job together. We started together, we would go and we would come back together and it was a great time. So during my days at this amusement park, yes, you heard right, amusement park, I got stung by a bee, I got sunburned, kids were pulling on me for ices and ice cream and all type of different things. But when that check came through, that's all that mattered to me. I had money to spend. So I was excited. And I decided that I was going to work this job no matter how bad it was until the end of the program. I believe it was about through the summer up until like Halloween, because I do remember working around Halloween. But in Virginia, the really cool thing is that it could potentially be warm on Halloween. So winter doesn't really ever kick off. It just sort of shows up one day and it's freezing. So Halloween could still be pretty warm out here at times. So once that program wrapped up, I thought to myself that I really wanted to get my own place. I wanted to move off campus. And if anyone is listening to this podcast and is in college, stay on campus as long as you can, or stay at home with your parents as long as you can. I had an economics teacher tell me not to rush and she was 1000% right. I rushed to move off campus, but I had the best partner in crime by my side. This woman who I became friends with day one, the first day I set foot on my campus, we became friends. We were both from New York. We had a ton of stuff in common. And it just so happens that she was planning to move out her sophomore year as well. And so it all worked out perfectly. So her and I chopped it up one afternoon and I let her know like, hey, you know, this program just ended. I'm really looking for a job. And, you know, I would feel much more comfortable if I had a job first. So, you know, if you can hold off and and sort of give me some time, I'd be happy to get this apartment with you. And she was like, well, I could try to get you a job where I work. And I mean, when I tell you God sends you love notes in the form of people, she was a love note in the form of a person. Still friends with her. She's my family till this day. And I love her to death. So when she said that, I was like, whatever it is, I'm down, right? She was a go-getter. She was always about her bag. So I knew that she had a good brand at work and they would easily bring me on, right? If they, if the opportunity was there. So just as I imagine, you know, they loved her. So if she recommended me, it was a no brainer for them to hire me. Boom. I get hired, start making money. Everything is wonderful. So we find our place, we fall in love, madly in love with this townhome. It's beautiful, it's spacious, we have our own bathrooms. I mean, it's like just a beautiful place and you know, we're young. So we fr- we're feeling ourselves like, look at our house, you know. Everything was fantastic. And everything was running really smoothly. 
So at that point, I'm making money. I'm making enough money to pay my bills. Still not saving anything. Still not concerned with my credit. But I am paying my bills on time and we're, we're, we're on a really good track record. Everything is looking up. And then all of a sudden, some break-ins start to happen in the neighborhood. And it's really scary because we're two single women. And due to our school and work schedule, we were gone all day from like 7.30 in the morning to get to class at eight to like 10 o'clock at night because we'd be getting off work at nine or 9.30. So we were the perfect target, right? Didn't even think about that. We were just like, oh, whatever. Like, so what? We're gone all day, right? The perfect target for, you know, what these folks were trying to get accomplished. So essentially we got robbed. So they took everything that they could take. It was really weird. It was my first time in life getting robbed. Although I'm from New York City, you would think I would have experienced something like that, but I never had. So I was terrified. We got our guy friends to come, you know, like lay out on the couch and like, you know, just be there with us to to help us feel safer. But it was still a very scary time in life. And we were so tight, like we'd sleep in the same room together because we would want to be together just in case anything happened. And it really, really grew our bond. From that time forward, I think both of us knew we'd be friends forever, right? And so with that being said, the smart decision was to leave. So although we loved this townhome and it was beautiful, we had to make the right decision to go ahead and find another place. And that we did. So we head over to another apartment complex and, you know, we we see some places and we're just not sold. And then at the end of the tour, we see this beautiful three bedroom and we're like, yep, we'll take this. It's gorgeous. You know, it's got a nice patio. Everyone has their own bathroom. It's perfect. Right. And it's affordable. Right. So we were ecstatic, right? We were super excited. We we got our stuff, you know, because it was hard to find something that we liked that was going to be in our price range. So that alone was super exciting. We get our stuff moved over. We literally moved like around the block. And I know it sounds crazy because we were just getting robbed at the other in the other uh, apartment complex, but the apartment complex we moved to there there were several college students living there. So it was just a better area for us to be in. So we get there, we get unpacked, we get comfortable. Everything is fantastic. And I'm not going to go into details and bore you. But at some point, my roommate had to, my roommate and friend had to take off and go take care of some stuff at home. And I stayed in the apartment and I was like, well, I'm going to hold it down here. You know, I'm going to do the best that I can. (laughs) And, um, you know, whenever you get back, like, we'll figure it out. Right. And as you guys know, or as you will learn about me is anything for the family. So she had to go home, take care of some stuff with the family. And I decided that I was going to keep the place and hold it down. And let's just be very clear. It was cheap. The rent was cheap. The bills were cheap. I was not good with money. And what I'm about to say is probably going to shock a lot of people, but I ended up waking up to an eviction notice at that place. We won't go into details and bore you, but if you've ever experienced this, you know how devastating it is to wake up to that type of notice on your door. 
first things first, I called her to let her know, hey, this is what's going on. I'm going to do my best to take care of it. Second, I called my best friend because I was panicking and I was like, hey, I need you to come over with some goodies and a drink because I'm stressed out. I got to be out in 30 days. She comes over. And the third person I call is my mama bear, because you guys already know Ma is on my side 100%. She's going to do whatever she can to make sure that I'm okay. She didn't ask any questions. How did we get here? What happened? She just said, what do you need, baby girl? And I said, Ma, it's bad. Now, at 35 years old, $1,200 is not a lot of money. At 23 years old, (laughs) wait, no, I was younger than that. Oh my gosh. At like 20 years old, maybe 19, 20. Yeah, this was a while ago. That was a lot of money. And I didn't have, I mean, I'm telling y'all, I couldn't put $50 towards it. I was just, it was a mess. It was a total mess. So mom says, all right, well, look, I don't got $1,200 cash sitting in my bank account to transfer to you, but give them a call and see if they'll take a credit card. Baby, (laughs) I never dialed the number so quick. I got them on the line. I said, look, will y'all take a credit card? My mom is willing to give y'all a credit card number if you guys will take a credit card. They said, sure, because this wasn't one of those like you got to get out today type of deals. This was like 30 days. If you can come up with the money, you can stay. Okay, cool. So my mom asked that. I call them. They're like, yup. And I just dropped down to my knees and praised God and, and thanked my mom for basically saving my life. And I say that because it it probably sounds a little dramatic to you, right? Like, oh, just get another place. But I say that to you because I am a girl from the hood who moved to the South to build a better life. So there was a very high possibility that I could have been packing my things to come home a failure, right? In my perspective, right? Now that I'm older, I know that that wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have been a failure for that, right? Everybody makes mistakes. But at that point in time, I felt like I've got to pack my bags and go home and not finish school in Virginia, all because of a money management mistake, right? So at 19, 20 years old, I experienced this traumatic event and I could potentially have to end my college career and go home. And that was devastating to me. I didn't want to have to do that. I didn't want to have to go home feeling like a failure. So when my mom was able to cover that cost and I was able to keep my apartment, it was a praise break moment for me. I had to thank God that my mom had those funds available. And on the flip side, I had to think, how did I let this happen for one And for two, how did I not even have a few hundred dollars to throw at it? I couldn't even give them a good faith payment. So I know you're probably wondering, like, why am I sharing all of this in so much depth? I'm sharing it in so much depth because I want you to understand that you don't have to be good with money from day one. You don't have to be born with money to get money, right? You can learn best practices and good money management skills and be successful in your finances. Present day, I don't even flick an eyelash when it's time to pay my mortgage, right? It comes out automatically, okay? That's where I'm at. And this is not for me, this is not bragging at all. This is simply sharing with you guys 
that you can turn your financial situation around. I mean, from eviction to owning my own home to paying my vehicle off, right? Cash money to having a great credit score, to having a a really dope stock portfolio, to having a fat savings just in case something happens, right? You can go from wherever you are today to financial freedom and financial stability. So I'm going to tell my story and I'm going to share these details with you because I want you to know, for one, I'm going to be transparent in this podcast. That's for one. We're not going to hold back. We're not going to try to act like we've always been good with money because I see that a lot on social media. People who are in my industry want to act as though sometimes, right? Want to act as though they've never made mistakes and, oh, you should just know how to be good with money. You should just know how to manage your money. But that's a lie. You have to learn. You have to learn how to save. Savings is an art. Saving, pardon me, is an art. Okay. Building a reasonable budget is an art. All of these things are skill sets that you have to learn. Okay. People think that, you know, putting together a good presentation for work. Oh, that's a skill set you have to learn. And and you've got to know that you've got to know how to speak in front of people. And you've got to know how to do these different things. And all that's fine and dandy, but money management is also a skill that you have to build. We don't all come equipped with good money management skills. If we did, we'd all be rich, right? So the piece that I want you guys to leave with today is that I don't care what your financial situation is today. I don't care what it was five years ago. You can get rich. You can achieve financial freedom. You can be financially stable and good with money. You can learn all of these things. And as we continue to get into this podcast and into this show, I'm going to slowly but surely share how I got where I'm at today. Okay. I don't worry about money. I don't have financial anxiety no more. And it's not because I'm this millionaire rich girl. It's because I learned good money management skills. So most of the time, right, it's not a worry for me. But in my early 20s and as I approached, you know, 24, 25, 26, it was a worry for me right? Like, am I going to be able to pay this bill on time? Am I going to be able to pay my car note on time? Because then at that point, I started to learn about credit and I'm going to get into that in my, in the next episode. But at that point I started to learn about credit and I learned with what one missed payment can do to your credit score. So now I had this worry on me, right? I don't have that worry anymore because I learned good management skills. And so that's what I want you all to leave here with today, that no matter what you've been through financially, you can come back. And as always, you can have it all if you're willing to put in the work. I appreciate you guys joining me today. I'm going to pick it up in episode four. We're going to talk a little bit more about when it actually dawned on me that saving was important how important credit was, and how that came to be. Of course, my mom being able to help me out in that situation 
was a huge part of it, but there's more. And I can't wait to share it with you guys. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you so much for spending some time with me. And as always, don't forget, you can have it all as long as you're willing to put the work in to have it all. Toodles. You hear that? It sounds like money flowing into your bank account. Thanks so much for tuning in with your girl on the Money Mindset Queen podcast. You made a choice today to grow mentally and financially and to attract abundance. Help someone else out and send this their way because we all deserve a life full of health, wealth, and abundance. And there's no need to wait. Make sure you tag us while listening or head over to Your Credit Queen on Instagram to learn more on how we can snatch your credit score in no time and come up with a plan that works for you to get your finances in order this year. Until next week, remember, rich is hard and broke is hard. You get to choose your heart.